0: Everybody and Welcome to iScreen. This is a little <laughs> podcast thing. I just came up with the name. Um, this is our little podcast review of uh, movies and TV shows and uh, things that we watch for the Patreon.
1: Sunday Funday Patreon bonus episode. Whoop whoop. Mm-hmm. And uh, it we've got audio. We've got video. We've got it all. Yeah. Hi. That's a nice wave.
0: Thank you. Uh- Thank you. Wow. I got it in the first one. <laughs>
1: yeah so if you want to see our uh offices slash basement head on over to patreon yep Marcelo's showing off his indiana jones poster india indy's looking right over your shoulder at all times thanks (laughs) indy yeah so why don't you tell our friends a little bit about what we're doing here today
0: yeah so we're going to be reviewing uh, the 1954 American musical film Seven Brides for Seven Brothers a a just a huge part of your childhood I believe.
1: It it was a pretty big part of my childhood. Yeah, I thought about calling this movie review uh, podcast section of our Patreon like frozen in time or frozen yeah. on film and and we would only do movies that are deeply ingrained in our bodies and souls but i don't think we're gonna do that it just so happens that this one this one is
0: i think that's a good place to start you know come come with something unique to to one of us at least you know Mm -hmm. and that's that's nice to bring something personal and let the other one kind of react after it um but yeah well it's i think we can keep it open to whatever whatever flavor of uh movie or tv or what have you it's, well
1: yeah we talked about reviewing barbie instead but honestly i think the people, so topical the people have heard enough about barbie
0: but i've got takes this white guy <laughs> has yeah, things to say
1: let's get more white guy takes please
0: <laughs> um so yeah so seven brides for seven brothers 1954 musical um
1: well wait oh, hold on how LG, are we gonna yeah. do this are you gonna like tell
0: Yeah, I'm going to tell a little bit about the movie. You're going to tell
1: some trivia now, and then we're going to give our takes?
0: Yeah, I think so. Just give give people at least a summary of the movie kind of thing. Oh, that's a good
1: idea. I like that.
0: people know what we're talking about. And this one is a wild one, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it's set in in Oregon um, in 1850, and... Yeah, it's about a bunch of brothers who live out in the country, um off out of a outside of a small town kind of thing in the wilds of Oregon kind of self-sustaining themselves. And then um they want wives and they take them <laughs> and <laughs> trap them in their house out in the mountains af- by causing an avalanche.
1: And it's be romantic ha-
0: happily ever after <laughs> and there's songs, there's barn raising, it's uh it's a jolly good time. Um yeah i mean this is a good one to talk about because it has it's got this crazy mix of like old-fashioned ideas of like what was cool and what was good it was based on um a a short story the Sabin women you Mm -hmm. know from the 1930s and that in itself was based on the abduction of the sabine women an ancient roman legend Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. it's got a long long history of um kidnapping women
1: and it all comes up in songs
0: (laughs) yes it does all come out in the songs as well um yeah but it was it was a it was a pretty big hit at the time um Mm. it did it did really well for itself very popular in the united kingdom um Mm. uh, in my in my research it did really well over there
1: do you want to talk about who's in it who who our stars are?
0: Yeah, it's directed by Stanley Donen. Um, the main stars being Jane Powell and Howard Keel. Um, but obviously there's Seven Brides and Seven Brothers, so there's other people. <laughs> there's twelve other people besides them. Um, to talk about, but yeah, those are the two the two main stars right there. Uh, and then it has a notable cast of some dancers, some actors who were part of the MGM studio system, some you know uh, acrobats. They had a had a, a real mix of. of I think there's a baseball player in there. Is that? Correct? Oh yeah. Yeah, um, you know, notable notable name would be uh, Julie Newmar is in there, Catwoman, one of the three Catwomen.
1: I believe at the time her name was still Julie Newmeyer. Oh, okay. She's credited as Newmeyer, so uh, yeah that the baseball player and the cat woman are my favorite bride and my favorite brother. So uh...
0: yeah, that's pretty great. <laughs>
1: her,
0: her name is Dorcas in the movie and that's never going to be not funny.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Dorcas. Okay. Uh... So should we like, review it now
0: (laughs) yeah let's get into it um yeah it's it's a classic it's on afi list of musicals like this is it's Mm -hmm. been inducted into the into the the registry of films for being a notable film like this is a a stone cold classic for a Mm -hmm. lot of reasons even though it has a lot of contemporary issues with uh, gender politics but it's a it's got some bangers in it man um
1: it absolutely does oh yeah well i i'll kick it off um I love this movie. I grew up watching it frequently. Uh, was I called Dorcas in my household? Yes. Sometimes. I, I think that the, the songs are fantastic. Mm-hmm. Basically, everyone's a banger, uh, with maybe the exception being the snowy love ballad. Doesn't, doesn't always hit, but yeah, uh, it's got a fun ballet with an axe. So Mm
0: -hmm. yeah, the the (laughs) choreographer was like, wait, it's a bunch of like slobs out in the woods and I have to come up with like beautiful choreography for them impossible so he had the choreographer had to be very convinced how to make this work essentially and so he thought about it from that metric of like okay what would these like jokers actually be doing out in the wilderness Mm -hmm. now they'd be chopping wood and then from that metric like raising barns Mm -hmm. he he basically choreographed around things that would make sense for these people to be doing so that they don't don't just like break out into ballet and then there's like cognitive dissonance between the things
1: yeah i i think the only moment that has not ever made sense to me is when caleb picks up that axe and starts doing ballet with it (laughs) it's it feels totally out of left field um (laughs) baseball reference yeah (laughs) He's not the baseball player, though. Unfortunately, he's also not the ballet dancer. Uh, I think uh, Ephraim is the ballet dancer. Mm. Um, can we say the names of all of the brothers?
0: Yes, yes. <laughs> I'll I'll let you handle that. So they're 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 very uh, they're very good Christian boys, and thus there's a naming convention to the brothers.
1: There is a naming convention. They are all Bible names. The last name is Pontipee, which is a great last name. And they are Adam, Benjamin, Caleb, Daniel, Ephraim, Frank, and Gideon. And if you like the uh, lead bride, are wondering, hmm, where where in the Bible is the name Frank? It's short for frankincense, guys. Because when he was born, he smelled so sweet, and there were no F names in the Bible.
0: <laughs> pretty good, I gotta say that they 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 pulled that one out pretty well. I gotta say,
1: and Frank is a plus brother he's one of the one, one of, the, of best. the top row i mean i so as far as brides and brothers go you've definitely got the creme de la creme i mean the the head brother is adam yeah and he's the best and the worst
0: yes yeah but he's he's got that voice i mean we'll talk about the singing, that voice but he's got oh, that boy voice. he's he's got that deep baritone
1: and then Benjamin is the baseball player, as previously mentioned. They thought he was going to be a big star, and then he—I don't think—ever made anything else after this.
0: I mean, athletes as uh, actors doesn't always go the way people want it to. Yeah, but he
1: does a good job in this.
0: Yeah, sure. like he's uh, not yeah, a dancer, not, but right. Yeah, not to put not to put shame on his name, but yeah,
1: yeah, he's he's very compelling. Yes, uh, and handsome. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Don't worry. Also handsome.
1: Very handsome. Um, yeah, and then otherwise you got a bunch of filler brothers, and then you get to Frank and Gideon, and you're
0: back. <laughs> you got you're the back. E. You got the E's, and the, yeah, you got the B, the C's, the E's, the D's, the e's, whatever. Blah blah blah.
1: Blah blah blah. Yeah. Um,
0: so yes, guys, this was the first Bridgerton.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. I never. It just about made
0: that, that connection. Yeah, wow. it just popped into my head.
1: It, this see this is topical
0: it is <laughs> in between seasons two and three of Bridgerton, very topical
1: that's okay
0: so what 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 compelled you about it as a kid like why did your family watch it so much when you were younger
1: well, it's a it's a pretty simple story. So that yeah. makes it good for kids. Mm-hmm. Um, easy, easy to understand. Man want woman, man take one. Ah,
0: <laughs> uh, that classic story.
1: Yeah, it does it gets a little confusing. <laughs> I guess. And look, and there's yeah, Logan, go And and then the girls fall in love with them, but the girls are yeah. already in love with them.
0: Previous to being kidnapped?
1: Previous to being kidnapped, the girls were already into them. But since the boys beat up all the dudes in town.
0: They do. They beat up everybody. They beat
1: up everybody. I
0: love that. They just beat up everybody and win. It's like, okay, cool. That's, there you go. You got it. There's, there's an, the reason that it's not just completely terrible in this day and age is because there is, they do get across this very, Nineteen fifties mm-hmm. innocence to, to the to the guys out there. Obviously what they're doing is terrible and doesn't mm-hmm. work. You can't just kidnap women and they're gonna fall in love with you. It's not how it works. It's <laughs> terrible and incredibly problematic. Um, but you know, they play the that they're just like lone they've just been they've grown up out in the woods by themselves. They don't have parents around, they're just very sheltered and shy, and they just don't know what to do. And this is what? the only thing they know how to do. And their older brother is like a total You know, mean guy. Um, (laughs) He's a total
1: mean guy.
0: (laughs) Family family. Um, he's really gruff, you know, and like he just he's not a good he's not a good, he's not showing them a good way to act and be and sort of thing. And he leaves like halfway through the movie to be in the mountains, you know. So Yeah.
1: So so the beginning of the movie, Adam meets Millie, who is one of the only single gals in town. And he comes to town to, uh, you know, trade his uh, beaver pelts and, uh, you know, buy his uh, yeah. flour and tobacco. And he he gets a wife while he's there too. And as soon as they meet, Millie falls mm-hmm. in love with him.
0: And they have a more typical romance, like at least mm-hmm. for the for the time kind of movie wise. Um, so they they have as opposed to a kidnapping subplot with them. It's a typical like romantic thing, and she well, comes. In- lives
1: with okay right but there but there is a betrayal he doesn't tell her that she's moving in with him and his six brothers oh
0: yeah that's right she gets there and
1: she's like oh do you do you brothers live somewhere close by and they're like no we live here you work for us now and you know millie tells adam like you don't want a wife you want a maid and uh that's not what i signed up for and you know he does does he then trick her by by saying well you're right it is going to be a hard life but you're very pretty and i like you <laughs>
0: so <laughs> uh, so yes there's a betrayal even by adam adam adam's adam's no good <laughs> yeah adam
1: adam is bad he's yeah. he's bad
0: yeah and the movie like obviously knows that and plays yes plays that out and he he leaves and is even worse he is like a Mm -hmm. you know a mean guy and people are very unhappy with him and millie is just that perfect nice woman and she's brassy too and you know has a heart of gold and can stand up to all these dudes and whips them into shape you know she like takes all of the brothers under her wing and Mm -hmm. helps transform them into better people kind of thing
1: yeah not enough to like convince them or help They still go kidnap those girls. Like she she's such a good influence on them. But then ultimately when Adam's like, you know what I think we should do? We should go kidnap them. And they're all like, okay, great, let's do it. Nobody ever stops to think like, hmm, would that be scary? Would that is that what she wants? I don't know. And
0: they like come in the night, right? They like they swoop, swoop down on the city, kidnap these women, throw them in their like, you know carriage or wagon yeah wagon thank you and then literally cause an avalanche by Mm -hmm. yeah they're in the mountains there's snow on the mountains it's set up earlier that you have to be quiet going through the mountains or else it'll cause an avalanche yeah then they yell and like block off the pass for until spring or whatever
1: well and for all they know those girls families were already in the pass when they started the (laughs) avalanche how do they know they didn't just murder all of them there's no
0: way uh, there's no precise avalanche here
1: exactly (laughs) but the songs are really good <laughs> really
0: good all right let's let's talk about about some more of the good then there's there's the barn raising scene which is i think the, the, the truly the tent pole like a yep. big scene of the movie
1: mm-hmm. it's oh. it's our kids favorite part for sure
0: what's it about
1: so they these these boys who are learning how to be proper young gentlemen who don't just punch anything that upsets them
0: this is pre-kidnapping
1: this is pre-kidnapping <laughs> uh they they go to this big town party barn raising activity and they're all wearing their handsome colorful shirts and and they they roll up in the wagon and all the girls in town are like who are they? Yeah. <laughs> Tell me more about that. And all of the men in town are like what are they doing here? They need to leave. Yeah. And then there's a huge incredible dancing that turns into the brothers fighting or they're basically demonstrating feats of strength against the other men in town and like trying to show off for the girls yeah and of course the the pontiphe brothers the, they're
0: they got it they're
1: triumphant and the the ladies can't resist them of course and then when it's time to actually get down to the business of raising the barn when the fun and games are over with the dancing all of the men in town decide they're going to take out these Ponopy brothers, and they are throwing hammers at them and knocking them in the head with two by fours, and and really inflicting some serious damage.
0: Yeah, it's pretty crazy. And they're and they're again under the influence of Millie. They're tr- <laughs> they are trying to turn the other cheek. They're trying mm-hmm. to not do anything. They're like. That uh, we want to be good, good guys and nice people and have people like us sort of thing. So we're not going to fight back. And they're just like, "Ooh, I just want to punch them.
1: They're being so good. And Adam cannot understand it. Adam tells them, like, she's turning you into mama's boys. Like, you're not standing up for yourselves. And Adam just doesn't get it. And then when somebody goes after Adam, that's what makes the other boys like flip the switch and suddenly they're like okay well you can't go after our big brother though so then it turns into a huge fight that brings down the barn
0: yeah they unraise the barn
1: (laughs) and it ends with all of those handsome boys in their colorful shirts standing in the middle of this destroyed barn and (laughs) injured townsmen and it's uh it's all fun and games until you notice that Millie is so sad and uh millie millie is truly the the hero of this story
0: absolutely (laughs)
1: um it's all about millie if we had had a baby girl uh she might have been named millie Mm. uh well millie maybe short for camilla one of my favorite chickens
0: um one of many (laughs) truly you are the gonzo of our family (laughs) thank you (laughs) love Millie. Millie's great. Millie is truly like the best character in the movie because she's sure. got sh- shades and she gets to be a, f- for, for a movie that's about kidnapping women, she gets to be a fully fleshed out character mm-hmm. with ups and downs. And yeah, obviously she's got a heart of gold kind of thing, but she gets to be like upset and, and you know, convey her emotions and be strong and weak in, in and in, in a way that you want a dynamic character to be. She gets to go through it all.
1: Yeah. And is it a toxic relationship between her and adam yeah like he he basically never (laughs) tries to get her to like him he he just he just is who he is and who he is is like a bad person
0: yeah and they never do a good job of redeeming him unfortunately they really
1: don't i mean so okay so we we skipped over the part where after adam leaves because millie is mad at him because he kidnapped the girls and millie says okay all you dudes have to sleep in the barn the house is for the girls you have made
0: a choice you've made and
1: uh so that's when adam leaves after he leaves revealed millie is pregnant and she has a baby. By herself with the and Adam
0: leaves like further into the mountains and is like cut off from them, or it he was goes up gone. to the trapping
1: cabin. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He's like gone, gone.
1: He's gone, gone. And the the kidnapped girls help Millie have her baby. And the boys are also excited to be uncles, and it's very sweet. And then one of the boys goes out to the trapping cabin and, and tells Adam, You you've got a baby girl back at home. And that is the only thing that makes adam realize oh no i've kidnapped someone's daughter now that i have a daughter i understand how bad it would be for her to be kidnapped
0: of course his first reaction is like ew gross a daughter (laughs) (laughs) yeah
1: that's true he says (laughs) what does he say he says
0: something i
1: would have known she'd have a girl
0: (laughs) it figures it's like okay dude (laughs)
1: Yeah, and then when he gets home, he's like, "Well, this is my daughter, and I'm obsessed with her. And if anybody took her away from me, I would murder that person. (laughs) And you know he would.
0: He's there's axes around. He'd do it.
1: So, you know, anytime a man needs a relationship with a woman to know that a woman is a person,
0: Uh oh,
1: we don't care for that. (laughs) SpaghettiOS. The movie does not redeem Adam, and yet, it it ends, and I do have a, a twinge of like, mm. oh, I wish, I wish Millie had something. You want
0: you want better for her, better and for Yeah, and and that she would have, not just taken. You know, well, she fights, but pushes back against him and his negative qualities a lot why is she even in this relationship in the first place? She could do better than this guy,
1: period, in general. Well, like, he's hot and a good singer and he has his own farm. I mean, listen, like we did, women had no options. Yeah.
0: And <laughs> there's it's just again, it's funny and I I told you the story the other day that like I was in film school um mm-hmm. and so I'm a cinema studies major and I've got a degree in that. And yeah, like this movie came up like during our cinema studies thing and like a, 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 a woman in my class did like a whole like video essay on like mm. that 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 dynamic between like this is some real terrible toxic masculinity that doesn't do enough to offset it but also man that guy is so handsome and his voice <laughs> is just like uh, puddles you know just like you know just just yeah. so moving and just like so attractive and yeah. such a like masculine way it's just how it's interesting
1: yeah howard keel is the actor and Mm -hmm. he's also the lead in the kiss me kate movie which honestly i think i've only seen that one time i Mm -hmm. i should should watch that that's gonna be my jam yeah he's Um, a stage
0: guy he's a broadway guy like mm -hmm. he he had he really has like these chops of like of performing Mm -hmm. a, a musical like performance
1: i believe he's also the male lead in um the showboat movie which again only seen that one time um some movies for us to watch in the future clearly but, yeah, yes, he's, just
0: this... he's gay lord Raven-all.
1: aren't we all <laughs> <laughs> um yeah he he's just got this incredibly rich baritone and when he stands next to jane powell and you've got tall red-haired man <laughs> short petite blonde lady it's like well this is just the sweetest thing i've ever seen in my life he's
0: got a great mustache yeah great
1: mustache a fringed suede coat Mm -hmm. like yeah Yeah. she fell in love with him he came and he came and hit on her while she was milking a cow and he was (laughs) like how about it you want to marry me and she says i'd have to finish my chores first
0: (laughs) get a millie (laughs)
1: come on it's good it's so bad it really kind of hit me this time i don't know what it was about watching it this this most recent time like it's just a spectacularly bad choice Mm -hmm. and maybe it's because we we have little kids and we talk so much about making good choices and
0: yeah and and also like putting into context when we see stuff like this like Mm -hmm. this is problematic we we need to teach you why this is problematic and why this is this used to be okay for people and now it's not okay.
1: Mm-hmm. It was
0: never, and it was never okay. It was and, never but it okay. Was societally accepted. And yeah. we have to, we are unwinding that piece by piece.
1: Yeah. It's, it's rough. It's a rough one. It's, it's actually really upsetting seeing, <laughs> seeing those girls <laughs> yeah. in, in the wagon, kicking their feet and screaming. Yeah. And the, the boys are, you know, shooting their guns and laughing their heads off. Like, mm-hmm it's and success. and literally has
0: attacked their entire family, like everybody yeah. they know and love, to, to kidnap them, and then sent an avalanche down. And then they're stuck in the mountains for, what, six, nine months, whatever it is, you know.
1: Yeah, like... well, so the song that the girls sing about the snowstorm, um, it starts in November. So the snowstorm starts in November and lasts until May. <laughs> so <laughs> it's, it's a long winter. It's
0: a, it's a long time.
1: um yeah you know we haven't talked about the girls that much outside of millie because honestly they're they're not given that much in the way of shading
0: i know it's 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 easy to say like oh there's a couple of brothers that don't really matter it's like there is none of the none of the brides quote unquote brides like have besides dorcas perhaps
1: dorcas is the tall hot one and alice is the little blonde preacher's daughter so you've got the oldest brother's girl and the youngest brother's girl. And then all of the girls in the middle are like, mm, somebody's named Ruth. Somebody's named Liza. I don't know. I, I still don't know yeah. which one is which. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, But they do sing a very pretty song about getting married.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully, they've got their own song yeah. about getting married. <laughs> No, it's it's when it comes down to it, it's like a very old school nineteen fifties musical, and it has all the chops of like a very refined musical system at that point. Like they've been musicals had been around and popular, and they'd really honed in. On Mm -hmm. like what makes a good musical so the songs are good the are classic the the choreography is really interesting Mm -hmm. Uh, there's broad archetypes that are easy to read for the most part there's it's it's uh, you know shot in cinemascope in blushing color as the poster says so it's really colorful like it looks incredible it looks incredible it's it's dynamic to watch the songs are good it's got It's got men being men and women being women. You know, it's just got these easy, like, touch points, especially from a child's point of view that you can latch on to really quickly and and, and be engaged by it. Um, And
1: it's, as much as it celebrates those toxic moments, it is a really good conversation starter to have with kids about, like, hey, consent. Yeah. (laughs) And uh this this is literally the way things were in olden times and isn't yeah. that crazy and and here's how we need to do better now when we know better we do better yeah so i don't think we have a rating system for movies yet but how, how uh, many
0: co- how many cones out of 5
1: how many cones i mean 5 5 out of 5 cones for me <laughs>
0: Yeah, I came to it. I you showed it to me for the first time. I had never watched it before uh, I met you, kind of thing. So definitely, it was interesting as a as a more or less adult to to come to this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'll give it three point five out of five cones.
1: Wow, three point five. Mm-hmm. That's shockingly low.
0: I, I, do you, I mean, we've spent <laughs> at least half of this review talking about how problematic it is. Like, you know, there's there's huge huge fundamental issues with this thing that that are intrinsic to it
1: so is there a world in which this movie gets a modern remake
0: a thoroughly modern remake Um, (laughs) no absolutely not (laughs) though I'll hit you with some with a little bit of trivia Um, in 19 from 1982 to 1983 there was one season of a seven brides for seven brothers tv series oh my gosh And the main brother was played by Richard Dean Anderson of MacGyver fame. Oh,
1: wow.
0: He was the older brother. And the youngest brother was played by a young River Phoenix.
1: (gasps) Oh, my gosh. That's Mm -hmm. spectacular
0: so it only it only lasted one season. There was like one song per episode oh. kind of thing. Uh, oh. a little bit of a cult classic, I believe it was it was liked by people at the time, but obviously not enough.
1: Is people. it on YouTube?
0: I don't know. i ha- I haven't gone too deep in to see where if it's around, but, yeah, came out right before we were born
1: yeah. and And our boy children, really. <laughs> love this movie too and and it's it's like a nice snowy day watch for us so uh i think it's it's definitely a fun family watch for kids of all ages genders uh whether they like dancing or fighting there's something for everyone
0: And yeah, it sparks conversation, mm-hmm. needed and necessary conversation. You can't just watch it in a vacuum. Um, but that's not bad. And there's all it has, again, because it's easy archetypes and it's mm-hmm. integral to the story, it is pretty easy to talk about it. You can there's easy ins on this conversation.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Five cones. I, I'm going to keep thinking about a different oh, yeah. rating no, system. We haven't
0: figured that out yet. And we don't even have to do ratings. We could just do recommend or not recommend. I don't know. But yeah.
1: Two scoops. Two... <laughs> I don't know
0: two scoops one recommend yes I recommend it as well
1: all right well this was a fun little chat with you I
0: enjoyed this we we do do this by ourselves all the time anyway so Mm -hmm. easy easy transition to do this for for our beloved Patreon people
1: yeah we hope that you all liked it too and you know send us uh stuff that you want to hear us talk about
0: absolutely we'll watch something and talk about it no doubt
1: yeah that'd be fun
0: yeah. Thank you for joining us on our first uh, ice cream.
1: Ice ice cream?
0: Yeah, we're screening it. Like we're yeah. screening a movie. Ice cream. <laughs> like ice cream.
1: I get it. I get it.
0: And it's good and you like it.
1: <laughs> I do. I like you.
0: Marry me, avalanche.
1: <laughs>
0: I've locked all the doors.
1: <laughs> all right. Thanks, everybody. Bye, all. Bye.